Hey guys, before we get into the episode this week, I wanted to give a little language and murdery content warning. And just to remind you that if yourself or someone you know is in need of support, please go to our website, drunkcrimepod.com slash resources. And we have a list of organizations that can help. Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Alex. And we really like talking about true crime. And drinking. This week, I'm going to tell you about the unfortunate murder of Cody Johnson. Cody had just married the love of his life and had dreams of starting a family. Unfortunately, his bride had other ideas. This one's a roller coaster, so get ready. This is going to be good. So grab a drink, get comfy, and let's listen to Lindsay tell us about murder. Tell me, tell me what you're drinking. I'm drinking, like, I want to call it a margarita, but it's not because there's not. It's a fakerita. It's a fakerita. (laughs) Um, It's got this, like, I need to hold the bottle. It's like honey liqueur. According to the bottle, it's like honey shine. So you're supposed to drink it like moonshine with honey. Yeah. So you're supposed to drink it like how you would drink like a whiskey. How much of that is in this fakerita? There's like two shots in the one I have here, but like, so this bottle was full before I started <laughs> making. Yeah. Yes. We are ready for drunk crime today. But it's super good. So what do you have? So you have the honey, it's like liqueur, honey liqueur. Yeah. Who's, what's the distillery? Like honey Eau de Vie from Burwood Distillery in Calgary. Oh, cool. Sweet bottle. Good. It I looks never, like, a- like I've never tried anything from them before. But I found them whilst running through Granary Road on my wedding day, <laughs> trying to find something that tasted like tequila. And I just, like, Somebody ambushed. get this girl some tequila. Basically. Or tequila adjacent. Yeah. Just ambush the poor lady at the distillery, like with the photographer and the two day of coordinators. And we're like, what do you have that tastes <laughs> as close to tequila as we can get? And we just started doing like shots of stuff. Oh, that's that's so funny. And this one was, it tasted like, it tastes like tequila. Like as close, like close as it ish. Yeah. Close ish from like what I swear have. we didn't drink that whole bottle yet. <laughs> Not yet. It's super. Do you, it's did really you make a pitcher? I did. Well, I made like, I made a shaker bottle. <laughs> Man, I made a full on pitcher. That's great. There's like, <laughs> there's a lot of alcohol in here. Ooh. Okay, what else is in there? So there's the honey liqueur. What else? And then like an ounce of lime juice. And then I made like honey, I'll call it fancy, like honey simple syrup. Oh, yeah. It's honey in warm water. And oh, then- you were you went full honey today. Yeah. It's a honey fakerita. And an oak. And that is what we will call it on the website. Honey fakerita. <laughs> it's good, but it's missing like that. I don't know how to just like tequila anywhere. punch you in the face. Yeah. It's it's margarita-y but like not super margarita-y but it's good i like your style i made a real margarita 
And I've been drinking it as we've been setting up, as you can see by the <laughs> residue. It's kind of gross looking, so I'm not going to look at it anymore. <laughs> but it Did has plenty. Yeah, because I used lots of, it's a strawberry, mm-hmm. real Arita, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so I took, I took a whole bunch of fresh strawberries. Mm-hmm. And you know what I noticed as I was cutting them up is that you can actually take the ones that are a little questionable. And I'm not sure how some of these strawberries look like blood and then I felt like it was fitting because we're recording drunk crime so like I felt like this was a really good sign but like they get so dark and so I just kind of sliced them up and threw them in the blender and didn't pay much attention so I did fresh strawberries some frozen strawberries so I extra strawberried it up and then limes plus a lemon because I didn't have enough limes and I was like cruising through the fridge, wondering else I could throw in there. I considered blueberries. I thought that might be good. I considered avocado, but that's more of a smoothie thing. So I canceled that decision. <laughs> and what else? Like fully a tequila meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, who needs to eat? I already ate dinner. I'd be very full if I put avocado in my margarita. <laughs> like a loser. Anyways, so there's tequila, millions, many strawberries, including the questionable ones in the frozen variety. And triple sec, limes, plus a sneaky lemon, and also honey. Mine was on the rocks, but then... Your rocks melted? My rocks melted. (laughs) Wait, we have to cheers. Cheers me. Cheers. Cheers. Tell me about your crime. Speaking of drunk crime, I'm so excited. I've been thinking about this all day. I decided to stick with the theme since I found this alcohol on my wedding day. (laughs) We're going to talk about a bride crime. A bride crime. A bride crime. That's such a good start. I really am wondering where this is going to go. <laughs> well, this is the murder of Cody Johnson. Is he the groom? He's the groom. Oh, man. So. Oh, poor Cody. I know. So, Cody Johnson and Jordan Lynn Graham live in Kalispell, Montana. Oh, that's pretty eat. close to us. Jordan is 21 and Cody is 24. So young. <laughs> so oh, young yeah. I tried this it did not work like I think of I younger. who I was at like 21 and also 24 and like I can't think of it because I've blocked it from my brain it's best not because, to remember some of those years like teenagers it makes me want to vomit so mm. I just can't even like think of getting married as like I did that age. I, I thought did. about it and then I did it <laughs> and then I canceled it I'm sorry, Cody, but it didn't like it didn't work out for them. <laughs> Cody, bad, bad call, oh. Cody. I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> so Cody meets Jordan at a church lunch. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And like right off the bat, Cody's friends didn't like Jordan. Didn't Ooh, like her. Why? Why didn't they like her? So they were just very, very like different. Like from Cody's friends' perspective, they didn't like her. She was Cody was very like his friends describe him like outgoing and like to make people happy and Jordan was very like shy reserved like didn't really have a lot to say but mm. like I don't know how to describe it because like I'm shy I don't like the word shy like reserved and don't have a lot to say but like she also didn't like put an effort in mm. to, like was it like one of those things where one partner's totally out there and wants to do the things and the other one's like I'm not interested I'm gonna stay home or yeah, or pout yeah, 100%. The powder, that gets me. I yeah. hate that. Is that what she was kind of doing? So everybody, well, people from like the outside in the community thought that they were like super good together because Jordan got Cody to like go to church and 
I guess on the outside, like that's a good thing. But so <laughs> depends Cody's on who you friend, ask, I guess. <laughs> Cody's friends didn't like her, but then also like Jordan's friends were like, why are you dating him? Like, you don't seem to like him. Like in an, I watched the YouTube um, like little mini documentary on it, like True Crime Daily. And her friends said, they were like, we don't, like the relationship was so one-sided. Like she always made excuses not to hang out, always brought oh, wow. people on dates. Like they were always double dates. No one ever saw them holding hands. Like everyone was very, very surprised when she said yes weird. to the proposal. Right? Like, why I would he propose and why would she say yes? That's a weird, yeah. weird situation. Like his friends tried to get him not to propose. And I. Yeah. Sounds like it. Like at 24, like you kind of if one friend or like a couple of the guy friends are like, dude, don't do it. Like you kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, well, they're like, one... don't get locked down, you know? And yeah. you're like, okay, it's fine. Like, I'm one, in love. One friend can be like projecting their own stuff. But when you have like yeah. two or three and then like her or friends all too, of them, yeah, like something's wrong. Yeah. Something's super wrong. Um, Sounds weird. Yeah. Again, like her friends didn't even really think that she liked him. Like she liked the idea of everything like she liked the idea of wedding planning and she but she didn't actually ew who would like the idea of a wedding planning right like she liked the planning and like coming up with stuff but the actual wedding like she wasn't into it like she didn't want to talk about it like she just no like not into it didn't want to do it um and even like like during the wedding everyone was super surprised at how like reluctant she was (laughs) like nobody was like her parents weren't like hey girl sweetheart daughter of ours maybe don't like don't do it I mean I'm pretty stubborn so I guess that wouldn't have made a difference to me but she sounds like oh no I know the foreshadowing to this gets even like more apparent so she was so in like the planning of this dream wedding that she even flew to California to sing on a song that she had commissioned and I think partially wrote for the first dance and the lyrics are creepy as fuck. Like, so they are, this is like part of it. It's like, quote, you helped me to climb higher for a better view. You're my safe place to fall. You never let me go. I don't like know. A- I feel like I know where this is going, but Just I don't like, want to go there. Remember it in your brain. Like, I have a sound room in my basement. I could go record <laughs> a song. Like, did I, did I fuck up? Did I, should I have done a song for my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> should I do one for my future wedding <laughs> yes but I don't really think anybody would like that you have to he would probably like to do that actually he might do that now don't let him listen to this episode <laughs> okay so they get married so she records June. this she they actually go through with the marriage excuse me while I oh yes sub. they get married on June 29th 2013 okay. and like I said before Everybody was like very surprised at how like reluctant she was on the wedding day. On the wedding day, like she was crying, like not like happy tears, like crying, like looking at her feet, wouldn't look at him in the eyes. In the ceremony? In the ceremony. Like it seemed like she had been like taken hostage, but like she wasn't taken hostage. Like Cody was just, yeah. I feel like if I was the other partner in this, Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, babe, 
this is mighty embarrassing, but it would be more embarrassing to go through with it when you look like I'm forcing you into marriage. I, from like what I read though, Cody was just like super in love with her was like right from the beginning, like told his mom, like, I'm going to marry her like right off the bat. And was just huh. like super excited to like settle down and have kids because he wanted a bunch of kids. Oh, which is like super sad. <laughs> it is sad. He's so excited. But like also, bro, pay attention to your partner. <laughs> like yeah. you want to marry this girl, but she's looking like she's about to die. When in reality, you're about to die, but that's neither here nor there. She's looking like she's about to die. Right. I just don't understand. Yeah. Like if Chase, like if looked like he was about to flee <laughs> as we were getting married, like I'd be like, Katie, one second. Who and like pull Chase aside and be like, bro, are you fine? <laughs> are you good? Do we need to just call this off and only have dinner? Like right? that's okay. That's okay. I mean, like Chase might have thought thought that I fled because I fully left after the ceremony to go find tequila for like half an yeah, hour. Yeah, but he knew he who he was marrying. <laughs> And he, I, we, we were talking to him and he's like, she just went to find tequila. It's fine. She needs a margarita. It's yeah. good. Do you guys want some more salsa? <laughs> yeah. You got to know who you're marrying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I just don't understand. And so like immediately following the wedding, like two days after she's got like the post wedding blues and she texts her friend, Kimberly Martinez, who is actually her matron of honor. And the text said, quote, totally just had a meltdown. I'm completely second guessing everything right now. I should be happy, but I'm just not. Like two days. Two days. Wow. Like if, and also if it was that bad, like it's been two days, you don't need to do what you're going to do. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Again. So it does, like, it doesn't get any better. Later that week, she texts her friend Kimberly again saying things like he has a temper girl you've been with him for more than a year like he didn't just magically find this temper so then on july 7th so this is like eight days eight days after the wedding jordan texts kimberly again saying that she's planning to talk to cody about her wedding regrets and saying quote if you don't hear from me at all again tonight something happened oh What she like? I feel. What's she setting this up for? Because that sounds like, like I feel like she's. I'm reading to you like a shitty crime novel, <laughs> right? Like, but it's just like what she's doing. Like it just. Well, it, it make could sense be. Like I guess you could look at this from the com- complete other side, and it could be like you know, she really doesn't want to do it. And she's so upset and she's messaging her friend. And then she says something happened, but like, then she would have to die. Yeah. Like, or like, and without all the evidence from everybody else saying, no, this bitch wasn't in it all along. And I'm surprised she said yes. So (laughs) Jordan and Cody decide to drive up to Glacier National Park, which is super cool. And I want to go there. Not because of- Is it like, is it mountains? They're in Montana, I guess. Yeah, it like Mount, it's like it actually goes up into Canada. So it's like the Rocky Mountains. Oh, oh yeah. okay, cool. So they went to this spot called the Loop because, quote, it was a spot Cody wanted to see before he died. And so 
there's not like the only people that know for sure what happened next are Cody, who is no longer with us, unfortunately, Rip. and Jordan. And Jordan has changed her story so many times that nobody oh. knows for sure what is going on. Ooh, so, I'm excited to hear these stories. Poor Cody. Okay. Fell. So what, what version are you saying, like talking about, are you talking about what the evidence says or like what's generally like, agreed upon? This is like what they can like say for He's sure together. happened, like based okay. off of evidence. Okay. So poor Cody Johnson fell 200 feet down a cliff. Oh. And landed. Oh. Face down in a pool of water. So like 200 feet is like eight, like 18 stories. So that's like three quarters of the way up the bow tower fell. Oh, that is high. She took him up to the yeah. highest heights or whatever it was that she right. said in that song. Yeah. And like, according, so this spot, like according to an article by the national post, the area that they found him in was so steep and rugged that they, they had to use a helicopter for recovery. Oh, and like they, Cody, so he, he just wanted he to like, have babies. I know. And so he landed like face down. There was like damage on his arms. So face first off a cliff. And so after this though, Jordan just runs back to her vehicle and drives home. Like no attempt to like get help or anything. Just like. I feel like I would be losing my mind. Right. Do they have no cell service up there or anything? Because I know in the mountains you don't don't usually. Like I'm assuming it's like sketchy but yeah just like goes yeah. to her car like goes home like the only reason poor cody was reported missing was because he didn't show up for work the people that work with him and like his family yeah. were like this is super weird like what's going on it's not like, like him to suspicious. not show up yeah like she like jordan did nothing what do you think was gonna happen here yeah. how yeah. did she think this was gonna go so like work reports him missing and then after that happens jordan starts telling family and friends that Cody decided to go on an impromptu road trip with visiting friends, friends that nobody knows. Like what? I don't have any friends that nobody knows. No, like if. I I don't really go on impromptu road trips ever, but I'm pretty sure I would tell some people. Like eight days after you get married too. (laughs) Like bye. I'm going on a road trip with people that you don't know and nobody knows just because to somewhere that I'm not telling you or anybody else. Peace. Like, good day. <laughs> Ridic- like, just so ridiculous. So, and everyone is still, like, super suspicious. So, like, as yeah. of right now, everyone just thinks that he's missing. Yeah. And so, to try to fix this, Jordan decides to create a fake email account under the name Tony. 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 So she, well, from- I mean, it's a good name to pick if you want to make a fake like no, no offense to any of the Tonys out there, but like I, I feel like Tony. You know, yeah. he's the bad guy in a lot of movies. <laughs> oh man! So uh, like she's taking these Tony emails to the cops. No, she's well. So I guess so. The second one, she shows her one of her friends, yeah. and her friend is like, "What are you doing? Like, go to the police!" Like she just did. She keep she- the first one just for herself basically yeah kind of I think she might have told people she was setting setting herself up but like trying to set it up of like but her like her friends were like what are you doing like go to the police like she was just trying to show them and be like oh look 
He is dead. We can call it off. It's fine. He's gone. Like it's fine. He's he's super dead. He's gone. He's super, super, totally gone. Please terminate this search. Super, super for sure dead. Like, it just is so stupid. <laughs> so Jordan, like, I think to try and seem like she's concerned, like organizes a search party in Glacier National Park with her family. And she actually ends up like finding his body. She does? She ends up finding it. And so can you go like at the bottom, like where his body is? Can you walk around there? I don't like they had to use a helicopter to go get him. So I don't Oh yeah, you said that. I don't think it was like easy to get to. And so Or easy to find. Yeah. And so like very suspicious. Like when he was just like presumed missing, like the cops were talking to her and trying to figure out what was going on. And she just was like, the story was like, no, he's just, he's on a road trip with friends. Like that was it. Was casual as can be. And then she gets these emails from Tony, which she tries to play off also super cash. And then her friends are like, this is a problem. And she says, oh, okay. Well, in that case, I guess we can mount a search party and I'll find the body. And we'll go find him. Like, and I guess, so when she's questioned by the cops, her story changes a bunch. Like at first it's like he went hiking on his own and then he went hiking with like these random friends. And then it changes again. Cause she's shown like when they finally bring her in, like they found the body, like her story changes. Cause she's shown like video footage of this is you and Cody going into Glacier National Park. Ooh. Because it's like going into Banff, right? Like you go in you have to buy oh, your, sure. your pass. Like there's a camera. Yeah. Show it like there's a can't like I just don't understand. You are not so sneaky. So finally she admits that they went to Glacier National Park together, had an argument while on top of a cliff. Cody grabs her arm and she like instinctively like pushes him back. And like and in her words, like forgetting where I was pushes him and he falls off this cliff. And it's all just a super, super awful tragic accident. That she then decided to go home and lie about. Right. Go home, not call for help, and then cover it up super, super poorly. <laughs> super poorly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she didn't even try. But she like tried, very, but she fake tried. Right? Like so, so, so bad. I just, like eight days. After eight days. And so if she's saying like he grabbed her arm and she like pushed him back mm-hmm. and he wouldn't have fallen face. I mean, obviously 200 feet is a very, very long way. And like, yeah, but I don't feel like you're necessarily like, if you think about it, if you fall back off a cliff, no, I don't, I can't tell you that I've seen a lot of cliff fallers in my time, <laughs> but I feel like unless you kicked yourself, you wouldn't really flip uh-uh. or, well, I guess if you like hit something on the way down. Yeah. Maybe, but then he would have other lacerations other than just his arms, like other injuries. I couldn't find like a coroner's report. So I, all I have is like the interview on true crime daily where the cops kind of talked about like what his injuries were. Yeah. And it was just basically like very, like what they said was like damage to his arms. He was face down. Yeah. So like, that's like a push and he like, doesn't. Well, and then you try and brace yourself. I mean, you can't really do that with however many feet, um, millions of feet, so many yeah. feet. 
but you I feel like that would be instinct anyways is you kind of try mm-hmm. and like, like brace yourself yeah yeah protect yourself from the yeah. fall also I know climbing mountains and being at the top now maybe it's just me because you know I'm kind of a normal person but I'm hyper aware of being at the top of a mountain yeah I'm not just gonna start a fight I'm not at the edge a of a cliff and of the fight that is apparently so intense that you forget where you are yeah that like, doesn't seem realistic to me it just is like it's just so I don't understand like I just don't understand that's a no for me, dog. So at trial, she shows like zero emotion, like nothing. Like What's doesn't... the story that she takes to trial? Oh, the fight. Oh, yeah. And so she forgets gets... where she is. And so I guess they also, I don't, it was like entered into evidence, but nothing ever really came of it because they couldn't prove it. There was like a blindfold found too. And so I guess oh. like Cody's coworkers the day like the day that they went to Glacier National Park said he was like in this like euphoric mood. He was super excited. And he said that like Jordan had a surprise for him and everyone was kind of like assuming it was sexual because they hadn't had sex, right? Still? Still. I totally spit. I think I spit everywhere. (laughs) That's the level of surprise, man. Gets married. Like never had sex. So like, but like he's like super excited thinking that he's going to a sex surprise. (laughs) <laughs> ends up getting pushed off a cliff instead. oh what a twist right right that's awful it's awful 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 and so like a whole bunch of cody's friends and family show up to testify against jordan and like even her maid Rightly of honor so. testifies against her really yeah so kimberly and, wasn't buying it no like no none of her friends were yeah like right from the beginning they were just like you don't like this man like what is happening and then they're like you did this tony's not real and you're a big faker oh and i guess i forget which friend it was but at so jordan basically thought that like okay the police have found the body now now it'll go away like it's fine it's done they found the body like the cops will leave now (laughs) because that's how crime works like she just thought that they were actually gonna think it was like an accident and he like tripped and fell and she clearly does not listen to as much true crime as we do at cody's funeral when her friends were like we know that she had something to do with it so it was his funeral she's sitting in the front row and she's on her phone everybody else is like man did she cry more in her wedding than she did at the funeral yep oh so like so from what her friend said and like after cody so cody's missing and she was just happy, super happy, just like going around doing her thing. Doesn't like not upset at all. So during when they organized like the search party to go try to find Cody, it was her friend that was in the car with her was like, she had her hand out the window. Like she's wearing Cody's sunglasses and just like full, like Britney Spears crossroads road trip happened huh. going <laughs> To Glacier National Park to try to find her possibly dead husband. That Tony said had expired or terminated. Yeah. No, he said terminate yeah. the search. Either way, same, same. Right. So you're doing the search because Tony sends you an email saying that Cody has fallen and he is dead. 
but you're just like living your best Definitely Britney Spears Crossroads life. Just going to find. You watch that movie, man. Uh-huh. Be like, even if, like at the beginning, I said, you know, okay, so you can play this a different way, where you're like, oh, she didn't want to do this, and maybe there's something that we don't know going on in the relationship, mm-hmm. but then she's just man really poorly trying to cover it up that was a very the best descriptor just so poorly so So when her maid of honor kimberly testifies against her at her trial she said like her main thing that she said to the court was at a prayer service that they held for cody jordan quote looked amazing like she just got done at the spa she wasn't upset at all and i always like you never know how you're going to obviously react to like a tragedy until it happens to you. Yeah. I try not to judge, but like, come on. Well, you can kind of, you can have some idea. I mean, it's a whole different magnitude when it's your spouse or your partner. Like my uncle died and I was, I could barely keep it together at the funeral. I was embarrassed because he's my uncle, but I was like sobbing. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, my like grandparent, you know, you get yeah. really upset. And so you can kind of judge based on that and then like increase right. by a couple of orders of magnitude. And then that's a fairly accurate guess. But like generally you're not looking like you stepped off a runway to roll up to your husband's mm-hmm. funeral. Like at any prayer service funeral, like I'm not going to be sitting on my phone, let alone like yeah, that's a hard line. I've been married to for eight fucking days eight days eight days like it's nuts so she ends up being charged with like first degree murder how long did it take them to charge her she was charged i think well she was arrested on july 16th so it's like a very like like it's a very short amount of time that this all happened in yeah so it's like so so like really a couple of weeks yeah so married june 29th 2013 yeah eight days later what july 7th i think i said yeah is when she pushes him off the cliff yeah and then july 16th is when she's arrested oh okay so like nine days later yeah so like very like it happened in very quick succession and so she's charged with first degree murder secondary degree murder words are hard and that's the tequila or tequila adjacent (laughs) and making misleading statements so like well yeah everybody should be charged for that that should be a real thing is that a real thing it must be in montana i didn't know that it was a real thing and i don't know i should have looked it up but i didn't i don't know if um montana has a death penalty or not or if they did in like 2013 2014 Hmm, good question so like throughout the trial she was under house arrest at her parents house and in December 2014, she was sentenced to the maximum of 30 years in prison for killing her husband. And so December 2014? 2014, yeah. Oh. So, so like bitches in jail. And so she ended up like taking a plea deal and pleading guilty to second degree murder. Hope like I'm assuming, like hoping for less time. Yeah. Because I'm assuming like second degree murder is like 10 years. Yeah. Like, Averages, average ish. And so 
but the judge was like, you're trash. Like you did this horribly. Like you're just pleading <laughs> guilty to second degree murder. So you don't get the maximum. And he just like, but you should anyways, cause and you was suck. like, you get the maximum for second degree. And so when she heard this though, she tries to withdraw her guilty plea. And the <laughs> judge is kidding. like, nah, again, no, no. And, she's again. Also, and she has to pay like just under $17,000 in restitution to Cody's family, which is like, obviously probably not paying enough. for the wedding. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like not yeah. nearly enough, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's she gonna pay that? Is that on her family? Like her poor family. Can you imagine that roller coaster? Right. I mean, his poor family. Holy smokes! This guy just wants to get married and have babies. She's out here flying to California to record singles that they can first dance to, while she apparently cries tears of, I don't pre like regret. <laughs> yeah, like just trying to live like her best Heidi Montague life and like sing her original <laughs> songs at like her events. <laughs> but then but then he's missing turns up murdered his brand new wife is arrested Mm -hmm. holy this is just what i don't i just don't understand why like this all could have been avoided if she just was like dude i'm not just not that into you um she should have watched the movie when did that movie come out it's probably too late maybe that's what was the impetus for the movie it's like we need to avoid this from happening like i just i just don't understand like why say like even if you like feel so bad that you don't want to hurt his feelings say you're doing all of this stuff like you know the thing that girls do where they're like a shitty human being and they try to get the guy to break up with them yeah want to do it totally so you just do stuff like like what her friend said that she was doing like doesn't want to hang out makes excuses like won't hold hands like won't yeah want to date alone like always brings people like shows up to the date and is like surprise friend or cancels right like trying to get how did he not get annoyed with that i don't know i feel like like that kind of shit i feel like i've done that honestly <laughs> probably like <laughs> but for like a week where i was like maybe if i'm just like a dick he'll break up with me and I don't have to do it I don't have to do it see I was like I've been very avoidant too in my life but I would I would avoid to the point where I just wouldn't respond to anything now all my family is going to be like Alex you still don't respond and that's true but it's different when you're dating somebody yeah but then I fully like I'd be like okay that's not working and I didn't want to it's because I didn't want to have the conversation but then be a really big bitch and just text them or just fucking or like him. write him a letter and send it by carrier pigeon. Hey, right. this isn't working. Best like of this luck. All, she could have just blocked him. Right? Yeah. Like she didn't have to say yes to marrying him. Like she obviously didn't like him. How do you get that obsessed with a wedding though? Like that you're literally willing to marry anybody just to have the wedding. I can't imagine being excited for the planning and not the wedding. Like I, I was so excited for like the actual wedding and the surprise and like the day. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. I like, you kind of think that it's a bit, it's gotta be a bit like sociopathic, but also how do you let somebody, I'm going to go back to this. How do you let somebody like that as your parent, as their parent Mm -hmm. or their friend or their future in-laws get married? She must have been really good at faking it. 
But she used up all of her faking power before she killed him. So she was just completely inept after the fact. You don't actually want to marry him. Then you get married. Eight days later, you push him off a cliff. You drive home. You make up a fake Tony. (laughs) Like just... Just not getting married seems like way less effort than, way. Mur- than murder and covering it up. There's so many steps before murder. Thanks for listening to this one, you guys. And I hope you enjoyed listening to probably the world's worst murder cover-up episode. But also... Don't forget to send us any drink recipes or crimes you'd like us to cover. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Drunk Crime Pod, our website, drunkcrimepod.com, or you can email us at drunkcrimepod at gmail.com. Also, check out our Patreon where you can get some sweet extras for signing up. That's at patreon.com slash drunkcrimepod. Catch us back here next Friday on another episode of Drunk Crime. Cheers! Thank mm-hmm. you.